0: It's a, a fuck a lot of money in a small folk. It's a, it's a, it's a whole a a lot of money, money in a small folk. In not kidmy run no broke shit, that broke shit get old. And you'll kill me run no hoe shit, these hoe get too bold. I'm allergic to that no shit, my risk game
1: on cold. I might pay my couple just to match with my toes. <inaudible> we'll get into it, we'll get into
0: it. Yeah, don't don't start the ranches yet. But um, we'll jump right in. Welcome to episode whatever. I don't know what episode this is um, mm-hmm. it's of the Black Slaying podcast. I think it's it's either eleven or thirteen. It might be fifteen, but you know numbers are a product of the white imperialism anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, we have a guest today, friend of the pod. Introduce yourself.
1: Uh, Sasha, aka Thin Dot Cruel Dot Lips, on all social media. I'm just a nigga with sense, I guess. Also, didn't like Chinese people invent numbers. I or, like, don't know. The Byzantine.
0: What is, <laughs> what is that? You you got to open your eyes, brother. That's what the white man wants you to think.
1: No, <laughs> no idea. Way, I'm pretty sure. I think in I think they invented numbers or like math in general in India. Or that was would it?
0: make a ton of sense.
1: Or was it like that part of the world before it was called India? i have to look it up, but anyway.
0: (laughs) Uh, Look, here on this podcast, we blame everything on the white man. So (laughs) that research, I won't be participating in. But no, uh, speaking of blaming things on the white man, the fucking BET Awards were last night, right? And I, okay, so personally, I did not watch them, but I did get all of the highlights that I needed from Instagram and Twitter, and that was enough. It was it was honestly enough. Uh, I it was it was probably I feel like because who was the host this year? Traj P. Henson, you know she's an HBCU grad, always like proud to be doing some black shit. So I'm I'm sure that that was good. And like from the clips and the little snippets of the performances that I've seen, like it looks like people were happy to be there. You know, like if I didn't have anything to do on a Sunday night, I would definitely go to the BET Awards. Seems like a good time. You know whatever. But the problem that I have with the BET Awards, like, first of all, I think everybody is of the understanding that BET is white-owned. It's owned by Viacom, which Viacom owns like Paramount, like it's a white company. So like, let's, I really hope nobody's getting it twisted out there that this is like content that is for us. But my second qualm with the BET Awards is why are they always trying to invite some random curly-headed white man To get some kind of accolade or to be no, I like, why is Jack Harlow there? Why? That's all, that was my first issue. And then he's wearing a little Nas X t shirt. It's like that fucking year Macklemore won that Grammy and he posted that screenshot texting Kendrick Lamar talking about, man, I'm so sorry. This should have been, we don't care, white man. If you wanna be an ally, (laughs) give him the Grammy. Like, take it to his house right now. That's what I be saying. Like, if you wanna be an ally, this is like the time they fucking. Justin Bieber won a BET award, right? I'm not tripping. I didn't hallucinate that.
1: Um, I don't here's my thing about the BET awards. I I feel or, or here's my thing about life, really. I feel like I really live in a bubble where I just do not consume <laughs> shit like that. I was very unaware the B.E.T. awards still existed. I thought they canceled that like three years ago. I thought they just That's stopped shit. doing it. I I mean, did Justin Bieber win one? I feel like I remember something about that.
0: I I feel like that would
1: have been more viral.
0: Yeah. Maybe that was just like (laughs) a collective fever dream. Like, but I know he was there. And white people always trying to, you know, invite black people always trying to invite you to the proverbial cookout if, you know, you dibble and dabble in black shit every once in a while. The same way that fucking Miley Cyrus has a whole album with Mike Will and Juicy J and all of these niggas because uh, the bitch wanted to be black for 30 seconds. And then when her music went to shit, she wanted to act like, oh, it was the weed and the drugs and the hip hop that turned my mind sour. Like you hoes ain't motherfucking slick. Okay. You don't just get to sit on the outside of the culture and look, Any, you know what? I don't, I'm not even going to go this hard for the B T awards because these are, these are white people. Like it doesn't matter it there's no real world impact there however okay. so
1: technically i think justin bieber did win a bet award it says thames accepts the best collaboration war collaboration award for the song essence at the bet awards last night oh
0: the version that justin bieber was on
1: so yes so that is so technically yes justin bieber does now have a bet award although i don't think he was there
0: got you that's crazy well okay it's a good song obviously essence is the song of the fucking summer i don't like the version with justin bieber on it it's just like i liked despacito until justin bieber ruined it with his fake spanish like why do we need to invite white people to everything this is here's the other thing you know what i'm saying like what they make so much space for justin bieber and like afro beats and like spanish music and shit like that like it's justin bieber good at the category he's in
1: I feel like he is. I feel like he's got a like a space with the white people. I just don't think he wants it. Also, I feel like Justin Bieber's slowing down. He's been famous like his entire more than his entire adult life. Yeah. He's married now, Christian. So I feel like he just, you know,
0: pops oh, yeah, some track with some either. black people every now and again. That's he true. He does love Jesus. That's like that's the journey for the whites though. Like you either you find the Lord and then you just like fucking love black people or you're a heathen and you're a racist. Like I think that's like the two ways. That white people go. <laughs> Who's Jackson Bieber married to? Like another Christian? A model. Is he married to a man? Well,
1: I, he's married to a model, but I can't remember her, her maiden name. But she does go by Haley Bieber.
0: Oh, cool! It's a white woman, I assume. Or did he throw a curveball yes. and marry somebody with some color in? Them.
1: No, she is super white. They look related. That's they're not fair. They don't, they don't look related, but I'm going to say that.
0: No, they're probably cousins. That's really interesting, though, <laughs> because like all of these white celebrities. Like even not even just like the white. Speaking of Jesus, right? Because I was like listening to my Spotify playlist, and the fucking Kanye West Sunday Service Choir comes on there all the time. So all of these fucking celebrities, right? They they have found this white Jesus that because white Jesus is the Jesus that Kanye West is praying to. Um, so I assume that's also the same Jesus that Justin Bieber is praying to. But no, so there they have found this Jesus, and and now they be praying at some cabin in Vermont. I know this is not what I was initially talking about, but I just <laughs> recently discovered this information, and I'm very concerned by it. Did Kanye West start a cult? Uh,
1: I mean, he kind of already, kind of always has, always had a cult. I mean, I feel like he never didn't have, like, if Kanye decided, let's move to a, a, a ranch in Montana, people would follow him.
0: Well, he's, Millions. he's close, though, because, like, I, the the little clips, they was all at this, like, it looked real plantation-y to me. And they was all singing praises to the Lord. And they are all wearing this, you know, the prison chic attire that is Kanye West Yeezy line with, you know, mm-hmm. the Cell Block D lines. Um, so <laughs> I figured, I'm like, if Kanye West started a cult, I feel, how would that end? Like, do you think that would end, Jen, like, jim jones or do you think those people would get out of that cult
1: i feel like kanye would get bored of the cult i feel like he's he gets on like a super manic high for like years on end gotcha. and then a dramatic low and then he's like drops an album at the peak of the high drops an album at the bottom of the low but i feel like the cults would be is a cult a bottom or a top of a of a manic high i don't know I maybe like a high
0: the cult is a high it's definitely a high
1: it depends who's the members of the cult, who you're letting into the cult. I think that what the cult looks like, that okay. really is the determining factor there. I've
0: definitely tried to indoctrinate people on like a really long high, like almost manic high period when I was super depressed. So, yeah, that feels like a high. It almost works, though. I know I could start a cult. I was trying to make a point here and I got very off task. We were returning to the time I almost started a cult at a later date. But the point <laughs> I was trying to make here is um, like celebrity. Is that
1: you think Justin Bieber should have won all the BET awards? You I know think what? that's Honestly, your stance.
0: If, if they would have let this white man win all of this awards, I would have just got on Twitter and been like, this is exactly what you niggas deserve, okay? This is because a- y'all, this is exactly what you niggas deserve. And I would have sang that song that Uncle Ruckus sung. On the Boondogs, where any way you figure the president is a nigger, because y'all are acting like fucking niggers out here. I'm tired of it. I'm st- the BET awards have BET don't do shit for us. BET don't do shit. For- I don't think BET does anything for itself. If we're being completely honest. And then somebody said, yeah, like, I don't whiz kid or somebody like is boycotting the BET awards because they were they had to go accept an award in the service corridor. What the fuck is going on? I'm confused
1: what are your thoughts on like award shows in general because i feel like every year there is like a body of people who are boycotting some award ceremony for some reason minus the tonys the tonys sees no real drama but other than i mean i don't think anybody really watches the tonys i don't think that's as mainstream as the emmys or grammys but i feel like every year people are boycotting the, the these award ceremonies for some reason. Mostly selfish reasons, usually. But like Absolutely. I feel like for the normal people, like I don't want to watch people get awards. Except for Thames, because I saw on TikTok what she looks like from the waist down for the first time today because of her BET award win. God damn. Wow. <laughs> I did not know she was thick. Wow. But, I mean, like, that's that's all I got from the BET Awards.
0: Uh, well, at least you got something out of it. Because not I. I'm not particularly fond of awards myself. Specifically because in, like, my core, I'm just a hater. Like, and I don't want good things to happen to you. I want them to happen to me. <laughs> so I really don't care. But additionally, watching, like, <clears throat> mad rich-ass niggas get together to just celebrate themselves, like... This ain't no like I. This has no real world impact. Like three, all you niggas is rich as hell. All you niggas is famous as fuck, and then you just giving each other awards. Like okay, congratulations, (laughs) Mister Grammy. Like I don't give a fuck. If this has absolutely. It was so.
1: I remember one podcast I was listening to. I forget what it was, but they were. It was like one of those hip hop podcasts where the hosts are also like rich hip-hop niggas but they're in they're not like rappers they're just like in the culture and i think they were talking about tyler the creator a few years saying that he got not snubbed for a grammy or a some award he got snubbed for it and then like he got an award for like best rap album in the album like when that igor album wasn't actually like rap and he was kind of like off about that and i remember somebody like packaging it in a way where they were like well, if he gets an award in pop, it, like, elevates him to a new level. I'm like, this motherfucker's been a millionaire since he was 17. What level <laughs> does he need to Man, be in? I don't get that He's idea. damn near 30 and been rich for 10 years. I mean, what? how high do we need to be as people? People, is like, who doesn't know who Tyler, the creator, is? He's done movie soundtracks. I'm pretty sure. That could be a lie. But he has a festival. He does.
0: See, okay. I... I'm not very familiar with time period. That also sounds like something they would have said on Joe Budden's podcast. Like, I'm a little
1: upset. You know what I think it was? I think it was the niggas who got fired from Joe Budden's podcast and then started their own. Okay. Rory and Mal.
0: So, okay.
1: All right. I listen to them to remind myself that men are shit because they do have a lot of like very low-brow like man opinions. And I'm like, I- you ever like hate listen to podcasts? There's like podcasts I hate listen to. I think Rory and Mal is one of them.
0: Okay, yes. I hate listening to a ton of podcasts, but that's an interesting
1: um, a ton? I hate listen to like two podcasts.
0: I hate listening to a ton of podcasts because negativity just fuels me, you know. You I you I you you see the kind of content that I post on my personal Instagram and it is just it's just controversy or it's like bitches talking about being just completely reckless and like physically fighting men in the club like that's those are the two those are the two sides of the content that I consume but no so the perspective because like especially like I like it when ha- when people have like con- those same conversations about like oh well if Frank Ocean was like more of a decorated artist like he won more Grammys or he got more BET awards or whatever the fuck else you can get like he'd be like a a, a more quote-unquote elevated artist because like A lot of people think, especially with how, like, me personally, like, when Frank Ocean kept lying to us about that damn album, it took him forever to drop, like, and motherfuckers were out here fiending for it, because of, and then people were like, well, he hasn't even won anything, like, how, like, why are y'all, like, he doesn't even have any, like, popular hits, like, why are y'all falling out over Frank Ocean and I think it's because like when especially when it comes to like black artists like you're expected to either be Beyonce or you're nobody like you're just black famous you know like everybody fucking knows Beyonce most people know Jay-Z Kanye West shit like that but like you're either expected to be Beyonce or like it's really not it. When like, there are so many fucking mediocre white artists that don't win anything that are still like, who the fuck are the chain smokers? Like you two <laughs> white men, you know, that's the point. Like
1: I've said that exact sentence before. Who are they? <laughs>
0: so Literally times. two white men could walk in off the street and they could be like, we're the chain smokers. And I'm like, that's great. Like, I believe you because who the fuck are they? Meanwhile, Black artists are put through these or put up to these impossible standards when we can't even get nominated in categories that are, like, all-encompassing. Like, we'll we'll win some urban categories, you know, some, you know, alternative categories. But when it comes to things like, you know, album of the year, artist of the year, shit like that, those are usually things that are reserved for white artists. And then additionally, like... Don't even give me fucking because like the Grammys, I really don't care about. I think like music is way too subjective for you to like put all of these artists who have very you know very clear different talents and strengths and be like, well, this is the best of the best because I think it's very unfair to the subgenres of music that are not you know within the this this networking space to even get put on put on the program for shit like that. So I don't give a fuck about the Grammys. I think people are always boycotting the Oscars because I don't know white men are always winning but that's just kind of capitalism as a whole and then like don't sleep on the Tonys because I did have to circle back to that because first of all Broadway is the drama okay every single solitary tone is it's looks it's vocals it's wigs so don't sleep on the Tonys it's an experience to watch but I think like especially like awards as like uh, an over an all-encompassing genre for like music and entertainment and art. Like I think it's cool and everything, but I think like the the best way to like bridge that gap between like the people who consume the shit and then the people who do the shit is to like allow those people to like say what they like. Like nobody gives a fuck. About the chain smokers. I'm gonna keep circling back to this because I'm pretty sure, like, when I watched the MTV Awards like three years ago, the chain smokers were like six different white men cycled out. Cause it's just two white niggas, right? <laughs> and then I think each time they panned to the chain smokers, it was two different white men. Like, you're not gonna convince me otherwise. And then, so that's what I'll be saying. Like, I I don't think that, like, a, a artists winning all these awards and shit. It's going to be any kind of valuable, especially when like, that's not even the shit that gets you anywhere anymore. Like the niggas who are really, really popping right now are the niggas who have songs that are viral on TikTok and shit. Like nobody gives a fuck about the nigga who won album of the year last year. Like niggas care about what's the next viral dance trend. What can I do that hip little hip shake dance to (laughs) to really get the bitches crazy? Like that's what they fucking care about. That's, that's what we're using to determine talent these day.
1: And I'm all for it. Cause you know, you and I are both TikTok people. There should be a TikTok. I actually talked about this in my podcast. When is the YouTube awards coming out? I feel like a YouTube awards would really be um, my podcast, national meat treasure for those uh, wondering. Wow. But, uh, we talked about how like, The thing about a YouTube award is that it is an, it it would be something that's like, like YouTubers are championed by the people. There's nobody who decides that like YouTubers should be popular except literally just people saying, I wanna watch this guy or girl or they, them's shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that would be, but like, again, who the fuck are the chain smokers? And I'm sure there's white guys who are like, who the fuck is Thames? I know there's white people who's, I know Thames is gonna win a Grammy at some point and there's gonna be some white guy in Minnesota just like, who's this lady oh she's got she's the girl with us on with justin bieber right yeah justin bieber like put that girl on
0: (laughs) yeah they're gonna say that shit they're gonna say that on joe rogan's podcast for sure but it's and i don't first correct don't youtube awards like exist like i've seen like youtubers with like awards like the little plaque
1: the youtube sends you a plaque when you like hit a certain subscriber level or view level but i don't think there's actually like an award ceremony
0: because i know there's like this shit like vidcon where you can go and you can just like fan out over your favorite like online personalities because like back when i was heavy into youtube like the people that I would subscribe to, they would all have like the vlog from VidCon and shit like that. But I think that's like, you're making an interesting point here because I like, especially now as we move to the way people consume media now, which is like in fucking 30 second clips, like I like my, one of my favorite artists right now is blast and his albums are masterpieces. No love lost. Mwah mwa 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 it was but the songs on there were so fucking short because our fucking attention spans are fried because all I can sit through is a three minute video. So I think like because of the way we're transitioning into consuming media a different way, we're gonna have to transition it to the way we like assign all these accolades, which is like even bullshit too, because like does it matter? Like, does it matter? Like what what are what's the point of the Grammys? You know, like Okay, obviously, you know, in 100 years, they're going to be talking about how, like, Beyonce won 150 Grammys, and, you know, <sighs> she tripped Adele down is, the stairs. Is it actually
1: 150
0: know. Grammys? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea how many Grammys Beyonce has. I know she's got, like, a ton of them. But I'm like, if if it's not for, like, historical purposes, and, you know, when the global warming kills us all, it really doesn't matter what history is anyway. But I'm like, what's the point of stuff like that? Like, why don't like why isn't a better way to like test your artistic strength to like see how well you build up other artists that's what i want to see like i want a reality show like diddy's making the band like okay because that shit was it was it was a national treasure. I want a TV show or whatever, some kind of competition where the best artists, the best producers, their goal is to put together somebody just as good as them. Okay. Cause I don't, we we all know Beyonce can sing. We all know the bitch can run a mile and sing and do all this extra stuff. And she's a vegan and she's a goddess, whatever. Okay. Everybody loves Beyonce, but are we going to love The bitches that Beyonce coaches. Okay. And the. Well, wait,
1: hold on. Didn't Beyonce, I heard, I watched, I listened to an interview with uh, Chloe Bailey recently, and I think like Beyonce is the behind the scene power of Chloe Bailey. No,
0: you're absolutely right. I was just going to say that. And I was going to say Beyonce would win that competition because Chloe and Hallie are like. Insanely popular, insanely talented, and incredibly marketable. Because that's the real tea. Like the the entertainment industry is not about who's talented. Because look, I'ma say this, y'all, and I don't want nobody to try to fight me in my DM. Uh, bitches like sweetie can't rap. Um, I don't want to hear it. If a song comes on in the car, I want you to turn it off. Um, I don't want to see it. I do want to listen to it. As a human. Gorgeous, flawless, very engaging as a personality, beautiful, you know, the BDL, it hits every time, but the lyrics, absolute garbage, and that's a hill I'm willing to die on. Additionally, the bitch eats so much fucking sweet and sour McChickens that she performs for 35 seconds and she's out of breath. Meanwhile, you know, we have... People out here putting on full scale homecoming performances like Beyonce, and that's why the marketability the marketability is key here because Sweetie can't rap. We all know it. And I even if, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, she's just a hater. I am a hater. But listen to the bitch's music, and I want you to tell me the bitch can rap. It's all about marketability. Nobody cares. No one cares. You can fix everything in post. Sound engineers can do whatever the fuck they need to do to make you sound good. But it's not about talent, it's about marketability, especially in twenty twenty two if if you look good, you can put together a reasonable performance, you know you gotta you know the b b l is hitting, and the face card doesn't decline, oh, you're a hit
1: yeah i will i definitely think I do have to give the b e t awards a little bit of a glance though because I did see a clip of one of my favorite artists right now performing. And she does not get enough praise. And she is she is very much next up. Dochi, are you aware of Dochi? No. Dochi is like, I think she did get her start on TikTok. Okay. she's like, I don't know, 20 something, uh, no BBL, raps hard as hell. And I did see like a tiny TikTok clip of her today performing at the awards. And it looked like a very avant-garde, like it wasn't like a, and no shade to this kind of performance, but like a very typical like Saweetie, Megan The Stallion type performance where it's like, let's put on something sexy and dance around. It seemed very like choreographed and very like artistic while still being a little sexual, but not overtly. I obviously, obviously I only saw like a 15, 30 second clip, but Dochi, D-O-E, I think it's C-H-I-I. Okay. Very, She she's, she's. Very much next up. She, I would say, I would, if I had to describe her sound, I would say like a modern Missy Elliott.
0: Okay. She's giving I Can't Stand the Rain.
1: A little no, more like a. She's kind of in the same vein as uh Tierra Wack when she was actually rapping.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Which
1: I definitely miss Tierra Wack rapping, but Tierra Wack's uh, you ever been on Tierra Wack's TikTok? Yeah, I
0: definitely. Oh, it's hilarious! (laughs) It's literally. I love
1: when famous people use their TikTok to be normal, funny people. Amazing.
0: No, so I
1: will have to give it a watch just for that. But I I think I think okay. Let me let me revamp my statements from earlier. I think previously the BET Awards have been terrible, but I have seen a few clips today where it seemed like they tried. You know, as far as bringing out Shine with Puffy, uh, I saw that clip. I saw the Dochi clip. Uh, Thames getting an award, and like I feel like the BET Awards kind of. I feel like every other year. Because you don't really like... I don't watch the BET Awards, but obviously I'm in black spaces. I hear who wins what. Right. And I feel like they give out weird awards to people who don't deserve them. And like... So the only things I saw of the BET Awards was the Shine performance, the Dochi clip on TikTok, and Thames and her hips. Um So, you know what? Maybe we're shooting on it too preemptively. They might have gotten it right this year.
0: I will never retract based on those
1: Based on those 45 seconds. Okay. <laughs> they... they, they they might no. have gotten it right. I'll listen okay. to the read, and they'll tell me if they got it right.
0: Okay. Well, I will never retract BET slander, but I see your perspective on that. <laughs> um, if anything, I, feel I mean, like I'm, I'm, not, I'm
1: not. I'm years- not here to stop the slander.
0: I feel like if I'm in not prior here to stop the slander, because again,
1: I'm going off 45 seconds.
0: Okay, that's fair. But I feel like in prior years we really re- that's when really we, we really had like the fire content of the VT. Like the Kendrick Lamar Beyonce performance, like that was fire. Like, like back in the day, the VET was like actually used to slap like black celebrities used to like really pull out all the stops. And like I will I did watch um no, I did not watch that. But like I think Lizzo performs. And I look, I stand anything she does. So I don't care if it was good or bad. I'm sure it was amazing. But and also I think there's like that the BET Awards is still stuck in like this homogenous black experience. Like, yeah, we here at BET, we love the Lord and we are dedicated to providing a Christian family experience like let Lil Nas X. Get up on this stage and kiss a man. No one cares. All right. It's, it's 2022. We should not be still having this fucking issue because obviously the black experience is not monolithic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but additionally, I like if BET is going to be white owned, I want more debauchery. Okay. That's what I watch TV for. Like, I want to see debauchery. I want to see hedonism. I want to see people who lack morals and ethics. That's what I want to see when I watch these shows. Because what the fuck? Why am I watching you do good things for people? I don't care, all right? It didn't, like I said earlier, if it doesn't happen to me, I don't care about it. So I need more bullshit, okay? I want this to be like the Vibe Awards. I want a nigga to throw a chair at another nigga. And I want a brawl to erupt, okay? I want Eminem to come on stage and say the N-word in a rap. These are the things that I want to happen at the BET Awards because they're white owned. Anything goes. Like there's no rules. That's what I'm saying. There's so there's limitless potential at the BET Awards. And every year they're trying to uplift me. I don't want to be uplifted. I want to see people act a fool on television. That's what I'm watching this for, okay? That's that's what I'm here for.
1: So so, so that's what you want your BET Awards to be. You want you want your BET Awards to be loving hip hop.
0: Absolutely, okay.
1: I do not want that for my people. I want my people free from those shackles. No, but uh, let's let's go through the list here because now I've looked up who performed. All right, okay. So so let's go through the list. Uh, I guess there was a triple performance of Brandy, Jack Harlow, and Lil Wayne, which
0: interesting combination.
1: But this is a pretty all right. Bryson Tiller, Capella Gray, who I've never heard of, was at the pre-show. Okay. From the look of him, he looks like an Afrobeats artist, but he I'm just like, assuming that because you know, he he's got dressed. the
0: viral TikTok song. Uh, Which song? How did it go? Um, I, oh, oh, damn. Okay, but he was like, yes, he's like a singer, but continue. I'm sorry.
1: Let's see. You got Chance the Rapper and Joey Badass, pretty standard. Okay. Chloe, Diddy, Dochi, uh, May, Roddy Rich, and Babyface.
0: Interesting combination. Okay.
1: I do like that LMA Roddy Rich song. Also, I just found out LMA was a uh, British. I did not know that <laughs> like last week.
0: <laughs> Fucking bit. Okay. Uh,
1: Let's see. Faith Evans, Fireboy, go Gogo Moreau. Never heard of her. Okay. Green-haired, light-skinned woman. Uh, Jodeci.
0: Uh, okay. Kirk Franklin. All of Jodeci, like Devante too. Uh,
1: it looks like all of them okay uh lotto love that wait
0: kirk franklin one of
1: my yes <laughs> kirk <laughs> Frank. I, I just the picture of kirk franklin and lotto next to each other on the website is just like very hysterical
0: very awful <laughs> okay
1: lil kim i feel like i don't even know what lil kim did i feel like just it probably wasn't worth it okay. I, I, I feel like she we didn't need that Lil Wayne again, so I guess he did his own solo performance as well. Okay. Lizzo the Locks. Mm, that's interesting for me as a New York nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Love of that always. Of
0: course.
1: Maverick City Music. I don't know what this is. Okay. I don't know what Maverick City Music is. It's just like a colorful group of people who... Oh. This, okay. It's a pitch The The picture looks like a brochure for a community college. It's just like...
0: Oh, so they're the Black, black Maroon, people. Maroon 5. <laughs>
1: Not maybe maroon five, but just like, you know what it gives me? What, what was that? What was that commercial back in the day? Um, am looking for an hourly wage with a oh, black one.
0: Oh yes, education connection. No, I'm feeling <laughs> it. I'm feeling it. Looks like you for it. Looks I'm like
1: looks it. a group of that. Money Long was there. Ogi, uh, Ogi, Ogi. OG, I don't know. It's a woman. I don't never heard of okay. her before. Sorry I'm saying that wrong. Feels spelled with a ph. And a Z at the end as on the pre-show. Never heard of him. Love that. For Saucy him. Santana. I wish Saucy Santana and Kirk Franklin played like the same stage, like the same, same set.
0: That's and that's what I mean. debauchery. Like I want that.
1: <laughs> I'm very curious as to what a Saucy Santana live performance looks like. So I'll have to look that up. Me too. And we got Shine, Storm, and Fast Life Youngsters. Okay. I don't really know who Fast Life Youngsters is. I feel like they have a, a like an old like a 2000 song that I'm probably aware of, but only that one song. Uh, Vic- Victoria Monet and Young Dirty Bastard. Don't don't tell me they broke out like a hologram of ODB. I'm
0: dead. <laughs> Young Dirty Bastard. What is that? Like his dead body? I am confused.
1: Oh, wait. Is that his son? Could be. I don't want to fuck be. up the recording. Oh, I
0: okay. don't know. It's. Is that his son? I have no idea. Young
1: Dirty Bastard?
0: Young Dirty Bastard interesting
1: let's look it
0: up victoria monet though that she is an excellent vocalist while we're on the topic of r&b vocalists, let's talk about how the r&b niggas are not giving what they're supposed to give anymore i who's the art who's the guy that performed um i saw the fucking, yes bro i saw the fucking video on twitter and he was looking like his, he was looking at his mic like his mic was the problem and it it's the vocal cords were the issue there um it was your diaphragm that was betraying you It was not the technical equipment because i have no idea what's going on i would never be treated like this by anthony hamilton okay the original (laughs) r&b niggas would never treat me like this okay joe never would treat me like this maxwell never tank genuine they would never treat us like this why are these, it's like when they fucking, and this is what I mean by debauchery, because remember when they had Trey Songs singing in a prince tribute? <laughs> this is what I mean by foolishness. Foolishness. You know Trey Songs don't know how to hit no notes. And you got up on you got him up here on this stage fighting for his life singing purple rain. Purple awful rain i have never in and i think prince was still alive so you're at not, that time you're not fucking with
1: really brent faez is like the premier r&b nigga right now
0: love brent faez i if i feel like he would be i have seen him live i i saw him live like i don't know like years and years ago when he was like a uh, underground artist because it was like at this little shanty club Maybe in Chicago? Don't remember. But I he and he the vocals are giving live. But whatever this fucking performance was, uh today, he could have kept it. Or at the awards, he could have kept it.
1: I don't want tell to me that. Him. I don't want I, I was I was very my Gibeon bag last summer when I was going through a breakup. I don't I don't wanna know he's a bad singer live. I mean not that I was gonna see see him live, but like he yeah, I mean he 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 got me through some things, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs>
0: and you know what? And because you were listening to him, I I can only assume now that you were in the wrong. Like, that's what it's giving. <laughs> giving Giveon singing is so bad that if that's what you're listening to to get through the breakup, then you were the problem. So, unfortunately.
1: Do you not like his bad. voice on recording either?
0: Um, I feel like he's okay. I He's, like, it, he's not giving, like, complex vocals. Like, he's not giving us cornbread, fish, and collard greens like Anthony Hamilton was, like... You know, he's not giving us fortunate like Maxwell. Okay? But, you know...
1: I mean, cornbread, fish, and collard greens is just not in style anymore. It's giving... It's, it's giving, really like...
0: really not. And you know what? The other Matcha latte these days. It has. And the R&B... That's the other thing. The R&B niggas... There, I feel like they would be on par if we go back to the days. The niggas, what, what did he say? The niggas ain't begging like they used to no more. We're losing recipes, okay? We're losing recipes. <laughs> the niggas are not begging like they used to beg. Okay, your boys to men said they were never going to walk again until you come back. Never gonna walk again. And these niggas just out here like, damn, that bitch left is sad. What? If you don't beg that bitch to come back, <laughs> that's where the Grammys are, okay? That's where the Grammys are. You gotta tell listen, them.
1: Listen, listen. You're never gonna walk again. I'ma say this. DM D, the ability to screenshot ruined niggas begging. Because no, no <laughs> one's taking no one's begging no more. <laughs> they're not taking the L. They're they, not. You're, right, the you're best son. Best it's be. nothing scarier. It's nothing. I mean, it's a lot of things scarier, but like it's so scary to like let off a text and go, if she screenshot this shit. I'm a f- L forever, forever, forever. I'm doing You ever fuck with a girl who got like 30,000 followers and you're like, damn, it's gonna be 30,000 people who, who think I'm thirsty as shit if she screenshots this right now.
0: That's, that's what we gotta go back to. We gotta give, that, that's where the real music was, okay? Because you gotta I understand,
1: you gotta understand. The science behind these begging niggas in the old days was that they begged. Like three years ago, right? They begged, they they begged, they they moved on, they got past it, and then they made a song about it because they were okay sharing their feelings. Now you you beg you beg and you know you you begging some girl, she's on her homegirl's live, like, look at this nigga, like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> there's no space for this man to heal. <laughs>
0: You know what? And maybe we don't want him to heal, okay? Because the little <laughs> that sound like they've been hurt their entire fucking lives like Carl Thomas never saw a day of peace in his life he's still (laughs) in that same goddamn turtleneck talking about I wish I never met her at all that's the kind of hell niggas have to go through to make the (laughs) R&B hits I need those hits Jodeci was in the desert 90 degree weather with leather vests on and two of their nipples out talking about I'm crying (laughs) Okay, niggas don't two nipple bag anymore. That's we need to go back to the to the original days of two nipple bagging.
1: Listen. Y'all gotta go back to being discreet.
0: (laughs) And you see, maybe that's because I am a deleter. Like I got a homegirl that's a screenshotter, a poster, a send it to your sister and your best friend type of bitch. And then there's me. Who, I'm a deleter, so I'm I'm not going to screenshot it. I'm not going to try to call you out because I don't care. Also, like, nigga, if you screenshot me, I know what I said and I'm still going to lie. So that's just not my experience. Like, I have straight up had, you see, no, because he listens to this podcast and he going to know I'm talking about
1: <laughs> You see, y'all can't keep nothing secret. Y'all can't uh... let be, that's why you're not getting these hits no more. You just proved the point. Everyone got a podcast, a TikTok, a story time. Put a finger down if this nigga's thirsty. Like,
0: you know what? what? One thing I'm going to do is tell a fucking story on this podcast. And y'all look any these they're getting exposed one way or the other. So maybe I get it. Maybe I get it, but if y'all, if you niggas ain't going big, like you got to do something. Like we got to go back to singing in the rain or something. Like what? What was the part of the recipe that was bringing out the hits like that? Was it the singing in the rain? You know, when 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 Cisco said, "Uh, somebody is sleeping in my bed." What was the part of the recipe that got it to the hit? You know, like what's where's the pain <laughs> coming from? That's what see I
1: now. Thinking. Now these R and B niggas, because this is how you can tell, like, like dating culture has like really changed. Because now these R and B niggas, like, they sing about being the other man, because that's the only thing y'all keep secret uh. It's your other niggas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even give y'all his his emotional ass, he got a song about like, yeah, like you called the Uber from L A. We're not supposed to be doing this. What's that song called? Favorite mistake. Uh. Like the whole song is like, listen, I know we're not supposed to be fucking. But we still going to be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you know what? That's, we got to bring... That's, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. We, we got to bring morals back to R&B. That's what's going to get the hits back. We got to bring morals back to R&B. <laughs> you, so, you don't
1: beg anymore. You just cheat instead.
0: Man, <laughs> but, and you know what? You ain't wrong. Because, look, that song... Fuck, what is that song by Sir John Redcorn? When he was talking about the bitch... That he know he want her and he know she want him, but they ain't together because somebody got something going on. It's... Yeah, if that's...
1: Yeah, Musique got that song too. You got a song about like I love you, but you're with this other guy and it's just like... 2022 like y'all would have fucked three times man <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying. We're, we're bringing morals back to r&b y'all because i want the hits i want the hits that the niggas was singing in the two-piece adidas tracksuit with the matching hat and with the choreography because remember niggas in the 90s they not only had the looks and the hooks on the track they they were also sexy icons, and I don't know, but uh, these R and B niggas are not giving me sexy icons,
1: like like I. That's not very that's not very body positive of you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, I used to grow up thinking that...
0: after Daniel Caesar, bro, that nigga can keep whatever he got.
1: Bro, I used to grow up thinking that, like, there was no way. Like, I'd be 15 thinking, like, there is absolutely no way I would ever be able to touch a woman unless I get a six-pack and six figures and learn how to sing. Because that's what J-Lo was teaching me. (laughs) That's what all these R&B dudes was teaching me. Come to find out, get older. Y'all like fat dudes. Y'all like my chunky ass. Look,
0: I have never, I have never. Chunky and poor. You know what? I'm not even going to explain. Expose myself like that, but I will say from personal experience, yeah. Uh, look the 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 fitness niggas with the 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 washboard abs and the fucking the protein shakes at formal events. Yeah, I no thank you. Um, not to say that you know anybody existing in any way is not valid, but unfortunately, I don't know why, but it's always like. The fitness niggas that I have talked to have always been, like, off their fucking rocker. But the niggas that drink Jolly Rancher sodas for breakfast and eat, like, Doritos as a meal, they're always chill as fuck. Like, I don't have any issues with them. Like, and you know what? This may be the same issue that we're having in R&B. Stop striving for so much. Okay. Do you think when Jodeci was begging they was out here working out and going to the gym? No. <laughs> Jodeci was in the house eating steak it is, and sitting on the couch. Okay. You don't have to be perfect. You just kind of have to exist in a way that is comfortable for you. Like don't don't so if it, you know what. Take this as a sign. Don't go to the gym today. I want you to go to a bitch house with a boombox and stand outside her window and ask her to come back to you. Okay, and if she calls the police, you just don't have to leave. I didn't have a follow up for that, but I I want you niggas <laughs> to understand that we gotta bring begging back like they was doing in the nineties.
1: Oh, I'll I'll, like- I'll tell you a begging story. I'll tell you a, it's not like a begging begging like adult story. It's like a kid story. I was ten. And my babysitter's daughter, Shakira, was 13, skinny little white skin girl. And I had the biggest crush on her. And I, like, I, so this is, this is prime begging. This is, this is real certified lover boy shit. She really liked that song with Bone thugs and harmony Tell me what you're gonna do when it ain't no way huh And this is uh, showing off my age for the podcast. But I sat... Let me tell you, I sat with a blank cassette tape at 10 years old and I waited for this song to come on the radio to like record it on this cassette tape so I could give it to her with a Valentine's Day card. She took it, she said thanks and then talked to her mom about her her 13-year-old or 14-year-old boyfriend or whatever. I cried about it, bro. I cried and she lived right next door. And I was just crying my little 10 year old heart out, like, why doesn't Shakira love me? I said, bro, I sat for like maybe, it had to be like six hours waiting for the song to come on the radio. And no, it yeah. wasn't that long, but I was 10, so time was different. But like, I was fully in my begging bag. And and nothing came of it. And now it's the slut. So if you
0: would have had a pen, a paper, and a producer, you would have a Grammy at this moment. Okay. And I <laughs> on that because then those are the times. Look, I have had I one time I did I ain't never had no nigga beg to be with me because I'm a little crazy. But I have definitely had niggas begging me uh, <laughs> uh to not tell their wives. So uh that <laughs> is a different Time what a twist. Dead. Yeah, y'all didn't think it was going that way, did you? Mm-mm. Um, But the Please Don't Tell My Wife and I, like, don't, like, don't message her, don't follow her on Instagram. Don't, like, the Please Don't. Oh, now that is prime. That's what we really need songs about. Now, that could be the pivot to bring R&B back. If we, if you niggas start singing songs about Don't Tell On Me because my wife's going to be my ass... That could be what we need to revive the genre. And that's that's gonna bring the hits back. The two nipple begging in the desert hits. That's what we need. <laughs>
1: oh, so that that's the that's the thing. Don't tell my wife that's the new genre yes, you want in arm b Honestly, that's and the you new know lane what? you want Give you on to explore. I,
0: I think maybe if he gets if he pivots to don't tell my wife. Don't tell my bitch begging. He might sound a little bit more genuine because whatever love song he was singing, um, it it wasn't hitting. Uh It, it wasn't hitting. Um, and also, I need niggas. I need uh, like. And that's the other thing because if we really, if we really gonna talk about what the niggas not doing anymore. Because back in the 90s, not only was niggas, they were singing their heart out. They was wearing leather vests in the summertime. Okay. With a Kango on. But niggas were, they were in the club throwing that ass like there was no tomorrow. That's what we really need to bring back. I need to see you niggas <laughs> shaking your ass like there is no more life after this.
1: But you know what? I'm going to say this though. You know, like I, my, my, my TikTok is all about it's not all about black women, but I'm a very, I'm a black woman protector, defender, and lover. But the R&B from the women now is not giving, like, the men are doing much better than the women in R&B these days.
0: How I don't even know how you can say that. The R&B girlies, they're doing what needs to be done, okay? Who?
1: Who? Please. Who is giving? Bro, I remember being like 13. What was that song? Fucking, why Faith Evans, I Love You? Oh, my God. They are not giving Faith Evans I love you anymore. Okay. They are not giving Blue, cha- blue Cantrell hit him up style. They are just giving I got cheated on. That's it. All right, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I got cheated on and that's terrible. T- what's, Summer, what, what's Summer Walker to a Faith Evans?
0: Look, okay. Well, maybe not Faith Evans, but I feel like... And especially like, I feel like the... Okay, so maybe the R&B girlies are not giving Faith Evans... But they are definitely, and here's the other thing, because if the men are going to pivot to the Don't Tell My Wife music, then we as the girlies, we need to pivot as well. So we need an equivalent of two nipple begging in the desert music. And I think the solution, and it's not, because I do every once in a while get a little tired of, the cause like I, I think Chloe is giving what needs to be given, you know, she's giving the oh, you know, I, I'm flirty, I'm sexy, you know, with the whole my panties to the side type vibe. But I'm like, I need the girlies to start singing about um just like destroying men's lives. Like I want you to sing a very melodic song. Using the voicemail that the man who, like snot nose, cried, left you on your iPhone six, I want you to use that voicemail, and I want you to sing a very melodic song about how you ruined every piece of this man's life. Like, I want you to sing about the time you bombed his credit score, you stole his dog, you took twenty dollars out of his mama's purse. Like, I just want music about debauchery, and this is a full (laughs) circle moment.
1: You know what it is? I figured it out. It's the R&B girlies now are just that they're girlies. They're, they're 21. They're 19. They're, they don't even, they never even been in nothing deep. Like when these women was singing about getting cheated on, like Mary J. Blige was a lover and your secretary working every day of the week. (laughs) She had a real foundation for a decade with this. Like, I felt bad. I'm a, I am felt bad listening to that song. I don't feel bad for Summer Walker. You dated a, a producer nigga who has 12 baby moms and yeah. you expect this album to hit. I'm laughing at you. you <laughs> no. this man for two years, had his baby. And then now too, with the R&B girlies, like you see what they're going through in real time. So, yeah. you don't, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, you saw Summer Walker, like, shit on all of, uh, what was it, London? London on the track? Yes. She shit on all London's other baby moms talking about, I'm better than you. Da-a-a-a-a. It's not going to end. I'm not going to end up like you. Then she did, then tried to uh, drop an album ab- about it. And everyone was like, well, yeah, bitch. Man. <laughs> we didn't see what Mary was going through. We no, didn't see.
0: We didn't. And,
1: like, we did not see Deborah Cox. Okay. <laughs>
0: No. And you know what? Cause like nobody, and okay, I'm there with you because I, nobody's giving, you know, Keisha Cole. I should have cheated. Like I should have, I should have lied. I should have cheated. I should have went out to the club. Nobody's giving that. Okay. Nobody is giving, you know, the, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Fant- nobody's giving Fantasia. Nobody's no, giving,
1: you know no. why? I, they're not married. They're, they did. They, they're. They're talking about their boyfriend. I don't care about your boyfriend. Your no, sneaky link. absolutely. I, I want your husband that you had three kids with, and that you tr- you went to like y'all went to counseling really? together. He was really invested, and then you found out he was fucking somebody else. And like he he wasn't even doing maliciously. He wasn't doing it to be he tried. He, he did. tried to hang in there.
0: <laughs> and you know what? You're, you're absolutely right. I think that is the female equivalent of two nipple begging in the desert. Okay. It's the standing outside of your mama house with a travel on bag, a, ba- a carry on bag with the snot tears coming down your mouth, uh, coming down your face, talking about some, I had to do what I had to do, mama. That's <laughs> what we need in the girly R&B because and said, if you don't want me, don't talk. Go free yourself, okay? These bitches are thinking about taking their nigga back for the 19th time, okay? We know you did that. We saw it on TikTok Live, all right? We don't need you to re-explain it to us.
1: <laughs> and you know what now? The, the cheating don't hit the same, because on the other side of that coin, you don't have these girls giving what they gave back in the day with, like, the so I'm gonna steal your man songs. Mm. Cause it was it wasn't I'm gonna take your little boyfriend. It was I want your husband. Mm. <laughs> I want the nigga, I want the nigga you got three. I want the nigga who pays your mortgage. Man. Back then we wasn't in late stage capitalism. He was paying the whole mortgage. You would like if I take that man, you are homeless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The negativity, the debauchery. That's what we need at the <laughs> R&B. I need the song. I need the hello, Barbara. This is Shirley. I want you to know that that man I want that back, all right? I need <laughs> you hoes to start sleeping with other people's husbands and singing about and singing songs about it, okay? That's that's what we're missing. From you know what? You're absolutely right. That's what I want the monica. I'ma kick down your door and slap your chick. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't want none of this other shit. You're absolutely right. That's what we need. That's what the girls need to bring back. I'm about to man. go on
1: Spotify and just look up like 35 plus year old R&B singers. Just <laughs> we've gone through some shit. Look, you got to be at least you got to be at least one divorce in to, to really drop them hits.
0: Man, oh, uh, you got to no, know you got to at least be on your third marriage, and I I need you to be getting <laughs> at or so You got to have some alimony checks under your belt because you're not experienced <laughs> if you don't. Okay, I look, I want the cause the early R and B like I and I liked like the, you know, the escape, the Aaliyah, the ones that were trying to be like the homegirl too, like, you know, we can kick it. AJ nothing but a number. Let's go back and forth type shit. I'm sick mm-hmm. of it, okay? So here the the because I feel like just like in the in in the men's genre where we have the don't tell my wife, and then when we have the begging in the rain, we need the polar opposites on the girly side too. So I want the girlies. If you're not going to be singing the the emotional roller coaster, heartbreak hotel type songs, I want you to sing melodically about stealing things from men. That's what I want. I want you to <laughs> sing a song about getting his credit card out of his wallet and going and buying yourself something nice. Like I, fraudulence, scammetry, any type of debauchery you can get into, that's what I want you to sing about. And because like, I feel like if the men aren't gonna beg, then like, what are they good for? Steal from them, fight them, okay? Whatever you can do, but this is the kind of content that we need to revive the genre. It just has to be a complete free for all. At the end of the day, like it just has to be a free for all.
1: Yes, yeah, no, I mean, I am, I am more or less polyamorous these days, but yeah, I think we have to bring back more marriage to get the the, the R and B bag flowing again.
0: Yeah, we gotta, we gotta bring morals back to R and B. Like I said before, we're bringing morals <laughs> back. Okay, we need more you niggas to get married so that we can get more songs about when the bitch is heartbroken and divorced, and then you know we can get the you know I'm... Um, I'm still me, the the I'm still me music afterward because I think like what's really heartbreaking nowadays is like listening to "Be Without You" by Mary J. Blige, knowing that that crackhead took her for everything she got. It's it's very disheartening. <laughs> to listen to that because I'm like, damn, like this song hit, but that crackhead really took her for everything she got, and you know now we're getting the I'm still me music, the you know the good morning gorgeous. That's what I'm trying to hear. That's, I mean, honestly, I just really want to hear anything Mary J. Blige has to offer. But, you know, the I'm still me, the, you know, whatever she said, it's a bad bitch fall. That's what I want. That's what I want. Because I'm honestly... You know what? I've changed my mind on all of this. I'm tired about me. I'm tired of music about people being in love. I want music about chaos. All right. I want you to write songs about manipulating people, gaslighting them, stealing from them.
1: I want you to. And that's why you like Brent Fiez.
0: Yes, that's what I want. I want Toxic King. Chaos. I want you to write songs about chaos. You know what? If you listen to this podcast and you're a songwriter or you have any kind of talent, I want you to put together the messiest song. Like and when I say messy, I mean like not you. You sleeping with somebody's husband. You stole her car. You used her <laughs> credit card while she was at work. I mean the messiest. I want the messiest piece of work you can put together, and then I'm gonna use it as the intro to the podcast.
1: <laughs> we got to get the the polyamorous messy R and B singers. Like, oh, my wife and girlfriend are aware of each other and they love each other, but they both broke up with me at the same time. <laughs>
0: okay i'm with it i want like a love triangle though like do you watch p valley
1: of course i don't of
0: course you don't man there's a love triangle going on between a rapper his formerly incarcerated boyfriend and his other ex-boyfriend who was also the manager and owner of a strip club that's the kind of mess I want to hear about. I want to hear about how you cheated on your incarcerated boyfriend with your stripper boyfriend, and then you cheated on your stripper boyfriend with your formerly incarcerated boyfriend. That's what I want to hear.
1: So you want Saucy Santana to drop an rb and b album? You
0: know what? And I want him to. He's got to have
1: t- a messy love life.
0: He probably does, though. And I want him to call the album... let's let's
1: wait for that pivot. That's what I want to see. I want the Saucy Santana R&B album.
0: Yes, I do. And I want him to call it Trade Secrets. Saddy Santana. No. Because I want the songs about trade. I want him to call it Trade Secrets. Because I want to hear about all these niggas who are lying to the public about being heterosexual. Not that that would be a great album. It's pride. Please don't out anybody. But um, look... If Saucy Santana want to tell us a couple of secrets, I'm not going to stop him from talking.
1: How have we not had that yet? An album by a gay R and B album, or by a gay artist who is just singing a song about being in love, but their partner is in the on the down low. Like how do that's got to exist?
0: It has to,
1: listeners. It has
0: listeners, to. let us
1: know. <laughs> where are the gay? Where's the gay R and B? Where's it?
0: Where's the next? gay and
1: lesbian R and B? It's Pride Month. Let's put. let that's that's the. Gay and lesbian are <laughs> <That's the laughs> <title. laughs>
0: Look, I am an ally, okay, Speak, Valentina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ally. <laughs>
0: So, clearly, we are <laughs> allies here on the Black explaining podcast. So, if you know any messy, very specifically messy gay and lesbian r and b albums that you know, maybe telling us a secret about what publicly heterosexual person they've been fucking off and on for the last few years, we want to hear it. And it's strictly for research purposes. we will not be sharing this with it,
1: yeah, there's definitely there's definitely got to be one by a white person by now, like not being an r and b, but like you know, folk.
0: Or so man, <laughs> there like are group. like I know there are at least two hundred acoustic guitar songs about this exact subject right now <laughs>
1: just, being played on a on a campus somewhere, being played in Berkeley's courtyard.
0: Oh man, somebody just pulled a harmonica out of their book bag and it's just about to get sweaty and weird. Oh, this is gonna be awful. If you know any of that too, we would like to see this for research purposes.
1: I'm going to look, I'm just going to Google gay R&B artists to see what comes up.
0: You know what? I hope you put your safe search on because I don't think you're going to get the results you think you're going to get.
1: Oh, well, obviously Frank Ocean comes up first. Brock <laughs> Hampton <laughs> with their rap.
0: Oh, I have always had the conspiracy theory. That how do we Brock just like Hampton forget is? about
1: Frank Ocean and that whole, that whole thing?
0: Okay, but the but rest like, of the, I
1: mean, Kal- okay, Kalani and Frank Ocean, and I guess Janelle Monet. I didn't yeah. know she was. But Frank
0: Ocean didn't of the LGBT. like drop a big ass bomb on us, like, oh, I've been fucking Kanye West for the last five years. Like, okay, Frank Ocean, we get it, all right? <laughs> we can tell, my nigga. Like, nobody was surprised when they were like, Frank Ocean's gay. I'm like, no fucking shit, okay? So, look, I said messy, all right? After I listened to Channel Orange, I was like, um, I don't think this man is heterosexual. But that's just me.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, we got Kalani right now and that's Frank. But we need messier. We need a lot less. Because uh, I feel like those are pretty well-adjusted individuals. Yeah, uh, they, We need... We need disgusting, crying in the rain, gay R and B.
0: Absolutely. So, if you got any
1: listeners, let us know.
0: Man, I would appreciate it because I'm I'm sick of this heteronormative R and B. It's not if if niggas aren't gonna beg in the ring, I don't want to hear it anymore. So, I want to hear about the artists who have been very publicly heterosexual and are now in secret boudoir relations uh, with other artists.
1: And I, want, I will post about this on TikTok as well. It's a signal boost. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the gay and lesbian messy singing, crying yeah. in the rain.
0: And on the topic of mess, if anybody just like wants to send me mess so that I can send it to him, please do. Because he likes to cyberbully me because all I want to watch on TikTok is negativity. So I'm going to start <laughs> sending the videos that I watch directly to him. And I'm going to drag him down with me. All right. i I'm I'm like temp 20% there. He posted like dating content the other day. So I'm going to continue recruiting. And then we're just gonna, like, eventually we're going to be on the shade room together. So that's the goal.
1: The goal is never to be on the shade room. No. I do not want the shade room aware of me at all.
0: That's the goal. So just send dm him the messy oh i want I the listen. messiest thing you can find you,
1: you gotta understand i live in Gre- greek town detroit uh the literal maybe the second capital of messy negroes uh i don't i don't i already live it i don't need it on my internet
0: <laughs> i eventually we're gonna get your out- uh, nigga I'm i was
1: some stuff i was at the club the other day doing security and this waitress wanted me to kick out this dude because he was harassing her. And this skinny, light-skinned dude with like maybe like five, five, like one hundred and thirty pounds. He's screaming at me with his pant- his red jeans sagging. But I don't, I don't need that bitch. What you mean? I wasn't hitting on her. I get money and proceeds to pull out like one hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> 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 and not, it wasn't even in a wallet. It was just a loose one hundred and thirty dollars. Like.
0: I'm dead. He fucking, he going in his back pocket. He got two fives. He done pulled out three singles from the ink. <laughs> Sir, sir, please put that change back in your wallet. You're going to need it. Um,
1: he had like a hundred dollar bill and like a miscellaneous like singles and fives. So was like, I get money.
0: This, this nigga pulled out hundred and
1: thirty <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm around too many messy niggas as it is. I fucking dead.
0: Look, I, we all know that I thrive on negativity. All right. So don't, please don't try to uplift me in 2022. I don't want it. Okay. I just, (laughs) I don't want it, but yeah, that is, oh yeah. I, I promised that I wasn't gonna keep you over, but that is this, or I guess this, that's today's episode of the shade room because that's what this episode was. Um, Yeah. Thank you to friend of the podcast. You introduced yourself again.
1: Uh, Sasha, AKA uh, I'm a, I'm uh okay. So let me, I have a podcast at national meat treasure. It's basically just like bullshit thought, vomit comedy with me and my two friends. Just a, just a place to like, you know, empty your brain where we don't talk about literally anything serious um there's that national meat treasure subscribe rate all that good stuff uh you can follow my tiktok and instagram which is mostly just me being horny um thin.cruel.lips and that's all i got
0: well wonderful <laughs> It is a very enjoyable podcast. Sometimes, look, ladies, if you're looking for some eye candy, sometimes he records with his shirt off, all right? And he's very naked on TikTok (laughs) all the time. So if that's what you're looking for, that's where you can find it. Um,
1: It's very hot in this apartment.
0: Look, whatever helps you get through it. Um, But, yeah, thanks for (laughs) joining. Um, I think this was episode 14, maybe 12, also could have been 9. Who knows? Um, but please come back and join us, not next week, but the week after, uh, because a bitch needs a break. Um, and we'll see. It's really just a free-for-all. You never know. But as always, stay blessed.